folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys Blow It Up. I'm a big hat bopper. I'm sitting here with JD. Jeff Dunn. Ooh, sounds like things are storming along nicely where you are. And uh-huh. Tim Cow. Ooh, and he's doing a little bit of Dracula. Timmy K, what do you say? What is up? Do you want to do anything Halloween related? <laughs> yeah. I would have accepted a, a witch's cackle or a. <laughs> or a wolfman's howl. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Enough all right. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, Matthew, can you just kind of do them in like, if you're going to do that line three times, just do them equally at the same meter? All right. All right, all right. All right. All right. I'm all right. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't do the you can't do the uh, lyric. Anyway, hmm. welcome to the pod. Welcome to the pod. I've been meaning to ask you guys. Um, I wanted to ask you guys in the first scene of the Between Two Ferns movie. Mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey's there, and and uh, Zach Galifianakis has this funny joke where he says, "All right, all right, all right." Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just reading the reviews of your last three films. Uh-huh. Um, do you know who wrote hated that joke? That joke by no! the way. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Absolutely hated that joke. That one joke I hated. And any joke that was made about a Obama, uh, any of the Obama jokes. No! <laughs> no! God strike me down. <laughs> Take me down. I couldn't make Anford laugh. <laughs> Fuck my life. No, that was that's good, Tim. That's very good. Thank you. Yeah, that's thank good. You. That's very good. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good scrivening. Yeah, I'm yeah, much like Bartleby. Bartleby. I think uh, Bartleby might be the only scrivener I've ever heard of. Um, around Halloween time, there's a demon scrivener named Bartholomew. <laughs> Ooh, El Barto. Oh, dear me. Um, um, yes, it is Halloween time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, Indeed. Yep. And, and guess who has seen in the last week two in-theater Halloween movies? Horror movies? In theater. In hyphen theater movies. What'd you see? Me. I saw Barbarian. Cool. What was the other one? Loved it. The other one was uh, Halloween Ends. Ooh, what'd you think? It couldn't end quick enough for this viewer. No, I had fun watching it. Uh, I went, well, let me talk about Barbarian first. Have you both seen it? Yeah. Tim? No, but I won't, so you can spoil it. I mean, I will, well, but I, don't I won't ca- spoil I don't, it. I don't care about spoilers. I won't spoil anything because our listeners might. Yeah. But I, I, I always there, forget there are listeners. Yes. It's not just the three of us. That'd be nice if it was just the three the big of us. three. We made this, and we're the only ones who listen <laughs> How about to this? Yeah, we sh- Let's do a couple just for us. Maybe there's a third episode a week <laughs> where it's just, just for us. <laughs> we do it. Maybe it's, each it's week, two of us. Each week we rotate. Two of us record one, and the third one listens to listens. it. Dude, you know what would be crazy is if, like, have you heard that, like, Prince uh, has done, like, entire albums that are just in cold storage? Yeah. yeah. Same with, like, Kanye when he did uh, the 808s and Heartbreak mini tour. I don't know if it was a tour or what, but we saw it at Hollywood Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. 808s? He filmed it and hasn't released it. So mm. I, there's this thing amongst high-profile artists just have to it. to just salt it away for for future generations. We well, should uh do that on on the pod. You know, the Grateful Dead is big on that too and we're going on the November 1st, I'm going to be in LA. We're going to go to the uh 
the meetup at the movies where they showed a Grateful Dead concert. That's going to be great. I'm looking forward to that. that. In a theater. Tim and I went to one a bunch of years ago on, I forget when it was. It was Jerry Garcia's birthday, I believe. Or maybe it was 420. I forget when it was. But uh, it was very fun. And we went to the theater like no one was there. Hmm. Oh, crazy. The sound was um, incredible. <laughs> the uh, What's the meetup at the park f- aspect about? This is just we're watching a filmed concert? Meetup at the movies, it's called. Uh, we're watching a filmed... Yeah, it's going on all over the country. And it's like a Grateful Dead show, I think, from 1972. Sick. So that's what's cool Illicable. about it is like you're sitting in a movie theater watching it, and then you have knowledge that at many other movie theaters across the country... Other people are watching at the yeah. same time as well. You'll, you'll like that, Jeff. The seventy-two, the the old footage is cool. I love it. And uh, I, I haven't bought the tickets yet for us because I want to find like a theater that has a lot of people in it. Right. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to just be. Tim and I sat next to these two guys who did not look like they were having fun at all. Sure. At the last one, anyway. The other thing you don't want to do, Mike, is peek at doors. That's right. That's right. What's that? It means you, well, in this instance, it means you eat all your popcorn before you get to your seat. Uh, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be feeling, means you, you don't you're, be feeling you're, all the effects from your popcorn mm-hmm. so early that it's at doors. Oh, you, you took yeah. your, I get you. You want to sort of be feeling that later in the show. You've partied too hard in the in the lot. The lot scene was too much for you. Also, Mike, you're saying you want to go to a, a theater that's going to be packed full of people because you're not looking for one of these theaters that's going to have an usher's delight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good joke. <laughs> At my expense, mind you. We need- what movie were we saying that you would star in? <laughs> was, uh, was like, oh, I, was- I would be the new Wolverine <laughs> or something. Yeah, if Jeff was the new Wolverine, that would be a real Usher's, <laughs> Usher's Delight. <laughs> you made the good argument that pe- people wouldn't show up to see a, uh, a middling podcaster play a... <laughs> Massive superhero. You're it's right. It's nothing Tim. against you. It's just not what the people are looking <laughs> but for. But you love him. Your name, your 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 face on the on a giant billboard all over Hollywood. The new Wolverine is Duds. You <laughs> You're scared on the billboard. <laughs> I'm unsure of it on the billboard. <laughs> but you do have the Wolverine claws, but you're like, <laughs> You can see my fingers are crossed behind the claws. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> you wanna you I'm I'm trying to figure this out. We'd want a ticket taker's uh, nightmare, I guess. Dilemma, yeah, yeah. yeah ticket taker's lament. Lament. Too much. Uh, yes. Well, going back to Barbarian, I liked it. And it did some... I didn't watch any trailers. I knew nothing about it other than who was in it and who directed it. And I said, this is very good. It, it leads you astray very early on for a while. And you go, what the hell's going on here? Twisty. Twisty, turny, and spooky. Spooky imagery. How come that... Uh, Simple. I wish I could see the sort of um, twistiness, the inventiveness of horror movies in non-horror movies. Like, how come horror movies are so allowed to be inventive? Because they're cheap? Because they're cheap. I think because they're cheap and because they need that to be good. If yeah, you, all they got. If you twisty-turny a uh, romantic comedy or something, it's like, whoa, what is this? It's not what we came here for. You come to a horror movie to see the unexpected. Yes, yes, yes. You come to a romantic comedy for the familiar. (laughs) 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 And I'm not talking about the rom-coms you watch, Tim, over on Pornhub. Those those are not even considered feature length. (laughs) Those aren't even that funny most of the time. (laughs) Well, it's funny when the stepmom gets stuck in the dryer. (laughs) 
What? Wait, what is that? Because I've seen a TikTok about it was like somebody was like, "Would you be my stepmom?" and the girl was like, "Okay, I'm stuck in the dryer." I was like, "I don't get what this." Um, is. just uh, I, I just did a, a show at the Elysian with Whit Thomas, and he uh-huh. was talking about this trope. It's like there's a there's there's a huge genre of porn that's like stepmom having a crush on your stepmom or mm-hmm. stepsister, and you can't act on it, your stepsister. But there have been multiple like hit porn videos where like the the lady is like, I was just reaching into the dryer and I got stuck. Can you come help me out of the dryer? <laughs> so like the stepson is like helping his stepmom get out of the dryer, but her, her butt's in his face and uh-huh. it leads to a porno situation. Sure, sure. Mm. Porno situation. She's sort of stuck like Winnie the Pooh. Yep. Uh-huh. She mm. left all her honey into the... Okay. Well, and you know when you're getting your dryer, stuff out of the dryer, you put your your, your whole, your head yeah. and neck, shoulders and Your whole torso gets in the dryer. And yeah. the only thing sticking out is your giant ass. <laughs> um, okay, so we know we know that is. Uh, and then Halloween, the movie, Halloween ends. Have you seen that? I saw only the <clears throat> sequel of the Kills. new ones. Kills. Yeah. Halloween ends is like... Uh, you know, I don't go into these movies anymore thinking like it needs to stay true to the thing, but it was a little all over the place. There were some yeah. interesting deaths, though, I will say. Same with Kills, and people seem to like the first one, the reboot, with old JLC. Yeah. 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 People say it's like kind of a frustratingly uneven trilogy. Like, hey, this we would have loved this if it, if it was just the good parts. Yeah. You know? See, I don't know if I'm, I'm not... Uh... I don't know enough about the genre to... Um... You have to learn. You, Mike, what are you talking... <laughs> we watched all of them, didn't we? I know, but I don't really go into them with like a... Well, if, yeah. there, is, if there's ever something bad in it, I'm like, oh, that's more just like dumb. It's true. Like you and I started watching the Freddies and the Jasons. And then at one point we, we looped in, like Paul was like, oh, we're going to watch the Halloweens. And we gave up after like three or four. The third Halloween movie is so funny because it doesn't have Mike Myers in it. Season of the Witch. <laughs> or Michael Myers. <laughs> it has neither the actor nor the character. Hmm. What about that Pentaveret? But we, no. we never made it to H2O. Or, yeah, or the Pentaveret. Yeah. The Pentaveret. Hey, which one is um, Angela Trimber in? That's the Rob Zombie one. Uh, uh, I forget if it's the first or second. Rob Zombie movie. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> zombie movies. We gotta watch. Okay, guys. We have to agree. We didn't watch any zombie movies this year, but next year we're watching zombie movies, man. Uh, Tim, I'm going to make you, on a long enough timeline, you're watching some zombie movies. Oh, man, I'm going to love that. (laughs) We can't wait for the zombie movies. Yeah, a lot of the zombie movies are funny, man. (laughs) They're funny. (laughs) Yeah, they're funny. Some of them are so bad that they're funny. <laughs> uh, any of Romero's work uh, could be uh, stuck in the Smithsonian. I think. Right. Mike, don't be. You're stop. Yes, you you say you say true things as jokes. <laughs> Truth is jokes now. What the Truth fuck? is jokes now. Hmm. The Romeros are good. The first three are good. Come on, everybody. I know everything's good. Everything's great. <laughs> no, no. Most things uh, are bad. Hey, what, what, kind, good. what kind of movie does the Romero make? <laughs> oh, you're in luck. <laughs> yeah, let me, let, I don't remember, Tim, but the, the types of, you might know about this, the types of people that are in his movies are kind of like slow moving and they're hungry. They've had appetite for um, a certain oh, yeah. head organ. Oh, and one other thing, they're not head alive. Organ. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wonder what head organ it is. <laughs> the heart. 
Um, Zabibubu. I was at a restaurant recently and I ate sweetbreads. What's sweetbreads? Let me Google it. That it's brains, is baby. Brains of I'm I'm guessing here. Brains of sheep. I'm gonna say cow. Ooh. Moo cow. Uh the the thymus or pancreas of eh? a calf or lamb. Ooh. So uh, there it's a gland. A not glandular. Necessarily, not necessarily a brain. Glandard frogner? That's good. Mm. Mm. I'm I'm sipping on the uh I'm sipping on the this uh drink of the week, yeah. The drink of the week. I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've done so many uh so many variations and added and subtracted so many things. Yeah. It ceases to even be the Right. Drink of the week. I mean, people thing? make this point that every seven years, I was just going to say that your body has replaced every cell, yeah. every single cell. So you're a whole different person every seven years. So what's stopping you from starting that new job, starting yeah. that new hobby, shooting your shot yeah. with your crush, starting that new cake TikTok, watching that new Zabu movie that just <laughs> came out. <laughs> yeah, so you've been putting it off. Rent the VHS and watch the new Zaba movie. <laughs> it smelled like Zaba Muva. <laughs> Zaba Muva. <laughs> Zaba Muva. Have you guys seen Zaba Muva? <laughs> Zaba Muva. <laughs> they're funny. They're good. Well, that's what that's, I like. This guy's take is like they're funny. <laughs> they're funny. <laughs> they're supposed to be scary. Yeah. Now, Jeff. Yes. Uh, you're being awfully quiet over there. You mm-hmm. like scary movies. It is of course. Has been it has been the season for scary movies yeah. for some many weeks now. Yes. What have you been watching? Have you watched anything? I just watched The Blob with Johnny Drama. Are Ooh, you familiar? The Blob. Yeah, the remake of The Blob in the 80s. Wow. It's pink and it can like dissolve flesh and it chews people's faces off and stuff. Is it scary? It was pretty good. It was really? really pretty, really pretty good. What would you? Um, wait, so wait, the the original was in the eighties. No, the original the, was like the fifties, like the fifties, and the remake was the eighties. Now, what? Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. What style of <laughs> Zaba movie? No, what style of horror <laughs> movie would it be like? Would it be like a Freddy movie? What like style a of Zaba movie? Honestly, uh, not as good, but it's very similar to the thing. It's it's like uh, yeah. it's very paranoid. This but movie. the thing about the thing is you don't really know who is the thing and stuff, but isn't the blob just a big blob? Yeah, the blob doesn't really pose as humans, mm. but it sneaks up on you and it chews you up. Is the chews blob like... A, it's a, a big pink goo from space. But like, does it come out of the faucet? Like, is it all over the place or is it one just like blob, like a one person size blob well, moving around? One unlucky, well, it grows and one unlucky dude was doing oh. the dishes he got his hand grabbed by the blob and he got pulled down into the sink, his whole body. Yeesh. Uh, that's a tight spot. Mm. The original blob is like a very often like made fun of type, like the old black and white one really was just like a blob moving slow. <laughs> hmm. It's the blob. Yeah, this one sort of jumps at you. <laughs> um, oh, we can move I also, fast. I'm excited to watch, uh, maybe even tonight, Near Dark, Catherine Bigelow. It's got like uh, Bill Paxton, Lance Henriksen, a lot of, right. there's a lot of James Cameron DNA in this movie. It's a vampire movie from the 80s. It's now streaming on Criterion, folks. Ooh. Ooh, it's a fang film, huh? Mm. I started watching uh, the other day John Carpenter's Vampire. Oh. Have you seen it? With no. uh, 
with uh, what's his name? Uh, the fucking guy who used to be in the TV show Sharks, uh, James. Wood. Oh, James Woods. Yeah, it was like uh, I didn't get past. I watched the intro; it was kind of cool, but I just was not in the mood for. Man, that, the that Carpenter tone. stuff. He, I look. He's one of the best. He he should be as celebrated as a lot of these other dudes. Your what, Camerons, now, your Spielbergs. Because I'm thinking of Wes Craven. Who's John Carpenter? Did the thing? He did the thing. He did They Live. He did Halloween. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, okay. in the mouth of madness. Oh, I saw a funny quote with uh, John Carpenter recently. Are you going to share it with your friends? You share it. Well, with I don't know friends. if you're going to continue on with uh, more of what you're <laughs> with your bullshit. <laughs> no, the, the movie you were going to watch, Ghosts from Mars, Vampires from Mars. No, he, no, no. He was he was in an interview, <clears throat> and he was like, "They're like, what do you think about these new Halloween movies that come out?" And he's like, "Every time a new Halloween movie d- comes out, I do the same thing. I'm at home. I'm sitting on my couch." And a new movie comes out, and I put out my hand like this, and a check drops into it. <laughs> and he was like, and that's how I've always wanted to make movies or something like that. Cool. That's great. And I've seen interviews where he's like, you know what I wish I was doing instead of doing this right now? I wish I was home playing the, my Xbox, my the newest game on Xbox. Dude, he loves video games. <laughs> yeah. He, he loves like new video games. That's wild. New horror games. Mm-hmm. He's He's got to be up there. He's got to be like 70. Uh, uh Yeah. I'm sure. Um, but he's supposed to be a crank and, um, you know, like they say, difficult to work with. If you know what you want, if you're capable of doing what you want to do, you're difficult to work with. But um, he hasn't had the sort of uh, gotten the love from the industry the way that a lot of the old the old folks have. But it's funny because he's made a ton of stuff. and uh, Yeah, he just feels like he's like at the kids' table still somehow. I, that's That's a weird thing because a lot of his stuff is so, like you're saying, the thing... And Halloween, like, these are such uh, lauded movies. Yeah. yeah. In certain circles. Now, another lauded movie we're going to talk about is the movie that we watched for the episode today. <laughs> yes. Hocus Pocus 1. Woo! Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Wait, what year is this? 93? Did you guys know who wrote po- Hocus Pocus 2? Yeah. No. Jen D'Angelo. Oh, my Jen God, D'Angelo. our friend. Yeah. Our friend. 93 was the original. Um, yes. And uh, I, I, so I was, we didn't want to do that, that one because maybe like all the listeners haven't seen that yet or this, we usually just kind of do the original first when a new one comes out. But uh, yeah, I, I started watching the second one just right after this one and got through like the first scene. I was like, ooh, I'll continue watching that. Um, but here is the what? Here's the little summary doc. Uh, <laughs> here's the, the summary. Synops- synopsis from Google. Yes. After moving to Salem, Mass, teenager Max Dennison explores an abandoned house with his sister Danny and their new friend Allison. New friend, but you know, I Go think on. little oh, yeah. Max wants it to be a little more. Uh huh. After dismissing a story Allison tells as superstitious, Max accidentally frees a coven of evil witches, Bette Mittler, Sarah, Sarah, Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimini, who used to live in the house. Now, with the help of a magical cat, the kids must steal the witch's book of spells and stop them from becoming immortal. Coven. Coven. What did I say? Coven? Yeah, in American movie, he says Coven. Yeah, that's great. You should be in an American oh, movie. Man. That movie is um, so funny. 
the guy Mike from American Movie passed away a couple weeks ago, and everyone yeah. was sharing oh shit really funny clips from that movie. It's so great. Yeah, that was that was what like when I saw that originally, I was like, "What is this? This is so crazy." I remember He's, the guy. The main guy was like a correspondent on Letterman, and he would come like talk about like going to a Metallica show and stuff. Mm. I bet those guys were in the zombie movie. <laughs> Have you guys seen this before? Did you see it as kids? I saw it as a kid. I, this is one that I think like holds a special place for a lot of people. Yeah, like, I, I, I happen women. Yeah, yeah, I think I saw it. If I didn't have a little sister and a bunch of female cousins, I probably wouldn't have seen it. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely saw it more than once as a kid. I saw it kind of uh, maybe in the last five years for the first time. I enjoyed it the first time I watched it. This time I was a little bit like, I don't know. I, I uh, Underwhelmed. Underwhelmed, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, I had never seen this film, always been aware of it, remember it coming out. And then it's funny because it came out when you're a kid. You just accept, you know, like we've talked about this before, but when you're an adult, you have some cynicism like, oh, you're trying to make a movie be a hit. I'm not seeing that. When you're a kid, you just accept something at face value. You're like, oh, my God. Apparently, there's this thing called Hocus Pocus and it's a movie and it's out. So I, I remember it coming out. But then I, I remember the slow burn of it kind of becoming a classic. And I, I, mm. I do think for girls our age it sort of became like girls love witches, you know, it's kind of, it's like a thing. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and men love vampires. <laughs> yeah. They love fang <laughs> That's just how it is. It's, it's been that way since the beginning of time. Um, but when I was, I, I, I definitely clocked over the last decade hearing like warm references to this movie that it was mm. very, a very important movie to some people. So for me, it was funny to like, have never seen a frame of it, always been aware of it. But then when I was finally, it's such a weird phenomenon. Like when I was watching this movie last night, I was like, this is it. This is Hocus Pocus. <laughs> like there, it's just the same 90 <laughs> minutes it? of celluloid that's just been sitting there the, for three decades. Yeah. And now I'm finally watching it. And it's so weird that it's like, to have a knowledge of a thing, to know the name and to know the three phases, but to have not watched it. And then I'm just watching it. I'm like, this is it. I, yep. th- there it is. <laughs> I've done it. And I'm still doing it. It was written by Mick Garris, who wrote a bunch of like uh, Stephen King adaptations, and he, he directed Critters 2. Uh. Are you saying he directed Critters also, or do you sing Critters 2? He directed Critters 2, the main course. Thank you. <laughs> Is that the name of the first Critters movie? <laughs> Critter movie. <laughs> Michael. Also, uh, he, this... he directed the Shining TV version. Uh-huh. I saw that. Yeah. Ooh, I hated that little boy. Mm. That little buck-toothed fucker, Dan- huh? Little Danny. Ooh, Tony. Where's little, Tony live? Get that little woodchuck out of my TV miniseries. Damn. Damn, dude. This movie's got that great thing where it's a Halloween movie that takes place on Halloween. I like that. Oh, like Hubie? Hubie. Like Hubie. Also, I uh, there's a lot of things I liked about it. There's a lot of jokes that, that I thought were funny and a lot of non-Disney jokes. A lot of virgin jokes. That was very yeah, funny. That was weird. I was I mean, waiting what? for that to <laughs> change. Honestly, I thought like they were going to have to spend the night somewhere and then like do another candle lighting and then be like, that would oh, have to it, change. it's not going to have to, like, we need a virgin to, hmm, like... How can we change this person from being into a non-virgin? 
change me. But like an off-camera joke for the adults, you know, where it's like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, now yeah. the little now the little girl has to light the candle because the boy can't do it anymore. But this boy, it's funny they made a meal out of that boy being a virgin because he, he, the actor to me looked so young. Like, yeah, yeah. no shit, this kid's a And like yeah, yeah. younger than the woman he was paired with. Uh, <laughs> woman? <laughs> his, I thought that they Allison? found like, I thought they found like a 30-year-old model and then like an actual 14-year-old boy. It turns out she was also like 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. I I laughed out loud when the um his sister yeah they like he and his sister go to meet Thor the girl Thorbirch they go to see the girl who he's got a crush on and she's like oh the little girl Thorbirch Danny her Nate character's name is I love your uh, witch costume I could never fit that because I don't have um what do you call them you're always calling them something Danny Yabos. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's horny. Or not Danny Max. Sorry, Max. Max loves your yabos. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But that sounded like the type of like fake joke setup like we would do. Like, what's that thing again? <laughs> ah, yes, yabos. <laughs> <laughs> and also, yabos is such a. We need to say boobs, but we can't say boobs on TV. What? <laughs> no one's ever said yabos in real life. <laughs> It's a fake Hollywood word. Um, who's you just said her name? The actress that plays the little girl, Thor, Thor Birch. Birch. What's she in? Uh, Ghost World Ghost and American Beauty. Ghost World, American Beauty. Yes, yes. Well, the, a very distracting thing to me in watching this film is, as a little girl, she looked very similar to how my older brother looked when he was that age. It was really t- t- uh, tripping me out. Damn. Hmm. Good sibling casting, though, you got to admit. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, for sure. How about I Charles think... Rocket as the dad? Yeah, that's who that was. Damn it. When he Wait, showed up, that? I was like. He was, he was a uh, SNL cast member in the 80s who said fuck. And then he was the bad guy in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, what was his name? Oh. Uh, yes. Mr. In Dumb and Dumber? Yeah. He has a line in Dumb and Dumber that I love. It's just bad acting when he's on the phone. And he's like, these guys got a lot of my money and I want it back. And it's so bad. <laughs> Nicholas Andre is the, the name fuck? of his character. Yeah, Mr. Andre. That's right. That's right. Uh, hold on. This movie, we were just talking about. the cat. He's oh, so great yes. as like an Aspen, rich Aspen douche. Mm-hmm. He's He's got a funny line in this where he's like, to his son, he's like, "What are you supposed to be?" He's like, "A rap singer." <laughs> oh, oh yeah. And he's shouldn't like, "Well, you're should happy, you're happy on sideways." It's like, <laughs> not rap or rap singer. So Max moved to Salem, Massachusetts, from Los Angeles. Yeah, and he's the odd man out, folks. Yeah, he's nobody in out. Salem is interested in the kid from Los Angeles. Yeah, well, the saddest quirk you can have is being from LA. <laughs> <laughs> the two bullies like find like, hey Hollywood. I did like when the witches turned young, and they're like, "We're young." Well, younger. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they turned thirty-five. I thought um, you know who. We were talking about, uh, you know, this was uh, a lot of girls like this movie, and the person who showed me this was a <laughs> not woman, but she was like, oh, I used to love this movie, so we watched it. And she loved uh, Catherine and Jimmy, who I don't really know. I know I've seen her in a bunch of stuff, but is she like a uh, a Broadway person? Oh, maybe? yeah. I think she's in, she's not in Greek Wedding, right? 
Mm-hmm. No, that's Neo Vardalis. Yeah. But she she was just really she's, like funny she's in, in it, I thought. She's in Sister Act and a couple other things. Yeah. But she, oh, she played her character. Voice of Peggy Hill on King of the Hill. No shit. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Was she ever on Seinfeld? No, you're thinking of uh, the woman. Kramer? Who, Elaine? <laughs> yeah, you're thinking of Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, what I was going to say is she was very funny. And I thought her like her character of being dumb, but also like help trying to be helpful was a funny like take on just a dumb character. Because like Sarah Jessica Parker's character was just dumb, dumb. It's just like, very ditzy. Boy crazy, too. <laughs> She's like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember being a kid and being like, oh, I'm sort of into this like one witch. But she's like, she means me harm, but I'm in I'm into it. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I hope she doesn't slap my little butt. <laughs> and there is something too like just seeing Bette Midler. It's like, oh, yeah, Bette Midler is like great. <laughs> She's she's good at uh, what she does. Yeah, it's it's funny. The movie is so saddled with um, thou dost mm. type language. It's only from ninety four. What is it? Ninety four. Ninety three. Ninety three. But back in the day, movies used to just like rinse over your brain, and you didn't catch every word, and it was okay. You still understood it. You know, like when you watch old, even old like Monty Python movies and stuff, where a minute will go by and be like, I didn't catch any of that. And there's no catching it. Yeah. I figured in 93, they would like have good microphones by then, but there's still a lot. Oh yeah. 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 There's a lot of just like stuff getting lost due to like bad sound. Yeah. Yeah. There was, uh, there definitely definitely noticed that in Monty Python for sure. Definitely put the old subtitles back when I rewound on some scenes. I couldn't understand. Do you watch a lot of movies with the subtitles on or does, does your eyeball, I feel like if I leave them on, I, I my eyeball will read it, and I have to turn it. Not on. my preference. No, uh, yeah, me too. But I know a lot of that feels like a thing people do now is just have them on constantly. But then, like you're blowing the joke timing of a lot of stuff. Like I right. want to see, and I'm just looking at the words. I don't want to just read. Yeah, I don't know. I do have this thing though because on my uh, I got Roku. It has this thing where uh, you can set it for subtitles just on replay. So if you like miss something and go back ten oh. seconds, it plays it up until what you haven't seen yet, and then it goes away. Ooh, Roku. Yeah, that's very helpful. This subtitle thing always bothered me when uh, when there's this reputation of like smart people watch like subtitles, and and I get that smart people would watch international film, right. and that means more subtitles. But the filmmaker never wanted you to be reading along with the movie. Yeah, no. Uh, so right. it's fu- it's funny that we kind of built this thing of like, oh, I watch Truffaut and I read the subtitles. Like, Truffaut wants you looking at the actors' faces, dude. Yeah. Yep. Truffaut doesn't know what he wants. He's a dickhead, okay? <laughs> <laughs> He's confused. You know the Lemley Theater out here? Sure. Art house, sort of. Mm-hmm. You can see fun stuff there. Yeah. yeah. I saw Shin Godzilla for example, mm. their whole tagline was not afraid of subtitles. You know, ah. like people come here are cool and their logo was like, we have a black sheep amidst a flock of white sheep. I don't like the subtitles. Not if you're just watching a show, I, a I movie. Get, if I'm watching a subtitly movie that I know is like a well shot movie, like a lot of times with, um, let's say like an anime movie or something, mm. uh, uh, Pompoko? Miyazaki, yeah. I want to see like the fun stuff that's happening, not reading. So you watch the dub. Well, right. If there's a dub option, I'll do that. But if there's not, it sucks. 
I'll tell you, <laughs> it sucks. Um, an option I do is because I don't really like subtitles, but I like DOM titles. It'll be on the kind of up at the top of the screen. Oh, and there's yeah, little dominant. leather whips yeah. and spikes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. You have to ask permission so, to read. Some of the letters it. have like, a, like a, a, the letter P, the middle part will have a little ball gag in its mouth. Oh. Like how the P's have red dots in the middle. Yep. <laughs> For ball gags. That's yeah. good. Yeah, and the That's B, good. you know, the, the, the has those two mounds and they're getting spanked. Yeah, yeah. it's like two yeah. red ass cheeks. Yeah. And the T's are in like uh the two tops of the T's are cuffs. Yeah. And Cuffed they're drenched in cum. Okay. Okay. Timothy. Oh, my I man. crossed the line. He took it there. We gotta watch portal movies. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this was Portal Heavenly Zombie. Uh, I love the uh, the two bullies in this movie. One of them looks like uh, Randy Quaid, by the way. Oh, you <laughs> refer to Jay and Ernie, a.k.a. Ice. Yeah, Ice. He's got Ice shaved in the back of his head. That's a very 93 thing. Uh, but the one guy, the blonde-haired guy who has a leather jacket and long blonde hair, laughs like at everything his buddy says. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's a very obnoxious like he's meaning to laugh as loud as he can that's a fun trope though like two dummy punks yeah like bebop and rocksteady or like boy meets world had some good punks ethan supley was one of them right mm. and you know who was the leader no yeah it adam was, scott uh, oh right somebody he's, just explained this in. to me he was there like very briefly or something he wasn't he wasn't in the very beginning but yeah adam scott yeah yeah he was well, there was this trio it was ethan supley and then the guy from rilo kiley mm-hmm. and and then their leader uh-huh. was adam scott and then adam scott wouldn't always be there so the other oh. guys were there more. yeah maybe he was in the beginning i don't know um the funny thing about these two it's such a product placement thing where was uh, when when the two bullies are messing with Max in the graveyard, they're like, hey, come on, give us your money or whatever. And they're like, oh, what nice cross trainers. And there's a shot of the kid's shoes. They're like Nike shoes, brand new. And like, we'll take those cross trainers. Because I remember 93 and 94, like the early 90s, like cross trainers, the new thing we're talking about. Yeah, I remember that shot was so bad. It was such not a flattering shot of his Nikes. (laughs) Yeah, just like donk. (laughs) You're right. I remember the word cross trainer, Mm -hmm. meaning like, yeah, these aren't basketball shoes or running shoes. You can kind of do a little bit of everything. They're shoes for kids. (laughs) It's funny, though, that they're using that this screenwriter used the word cross trainer, which is sort of like the industry term, like the sneaker. The sneaker companies were probably doing like product placement. And we're like, can you call them cross trainers? We're trying to get yeah, this word yeah. going. Because <laughs> if it was left to his own device, devices, I bet the screenwriter would be like, oh, look at those sneaks. Oh. Um, I remember <laughs> look at those trainers. He's probably from England. I remember my teacher, uh, Mr. Helen Schmidt, in uh, homeroom. He's a history teacher, but I had him for homeroom, sixth grade. He was telling us about. Um, Bill Gates, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Here's the thing, kids. Bill Gates, he's a millionaire. But if you met him, you think he's a normal guy. I mean, he's wearing sneaks." <laughs> <laughs> now, one more thing like, I gotta say: sneaks? sneaks, I do, I do, <laughs> Mister Mister Schmidt himself. Um, I was just thinking. Speaking of Nikes, last <laughs> week we were talking about how cool it was when, like, Marty McFly or or. Uh, 
Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp were like yeah. wearing Nikes in bed or they're acting cool. Like what made you, th- what worked on you as a kid yeah. to think someone was cool? And I had one of those moments with Adam Scott in Boy Meets World. When you meet him, he's like a cool guy and like they're in class and like a massage, like a masseuse shows up at the table. Like, hey, who are the massage? Kind of like bringing the pizza to uh, oh, yeah, Mr. Hands class. Yeah. Um, in fast times but uh it's like a massage therapist sets up a table and it's like what who who did this and adam scott like that was me and he lays down <laughs> on the table and i was like you know fifth grade and i was like oh man i gotta do this in mr helen schmidt's class he told me about bill gates who has sneaks <laughs> he'll love this i uh there was something about um i think it was boy meets world but Something that always it definitely happened in uh, that show uh, Home Improvement. Seeing the kids' bedrooms, mm-hmm. they were always so like they had a cool bunk bed thing, or like steps going up to a bunk bed, or a cool uh, basketball hoop. And I was like, man, fuck these! <laughs> I would say that I would say Dude, that. Fuck these fucking bedrooms, man! Dude, I gotta get my bedroom the kid, game. On. The kid in Hocus Pocus, his room is incredible. He's got stairs going up to like yeah, drum kit. like a lookout. It's it's wild. <laughs> I was that's the thing that got me. The drum set. He's he, I thought he was cool, Max Dennison. Yeah, he's cool. He's not a good drummer. Um, I I love it in uh, Close Encounters when Richard Dreyfus opens the door and looks at his kids and the room looks like shit and the kids are like hanging out off the bed. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. you're like, yeah, that's a crappy ass room. That's like uh, Mr. Mom. I always remember like the the rooms and the whole house just felt like a very lived in uh, house. I've got kind of a movie trope happening right here where I'm in my home office and there's a, this closet door right here. If I open that door, Stacked with crap all the way, like Uncle Buck style. It's all like soccer top. balls and weird shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you'll uh, come out of the pile with a ski boot on your head. <laughs> oh, that's what I get for opening the closet door. I gotta have a yar- a rummage sale. Gorge, <laughs> gorge. Uh, the, did you notice in this movie who plays uh, the devil guy who who the three witches like going to Gary his Marshall? That was Gary Marshall. And did you know who played his wife? Laverne. His real life daughter. What? Now, why would you do that? Wait, I thought Penny Marshall was. Isn't that his sister? That's his daughter? Oh, is it his sister? Well, weird either way. I'm looking it up. Um, One time I went to a Clippers game with Jim Brooks, James L. Brooks, and Penny Marshall swung by to say hi, and I met her. Yeah, Penny Marshall was his sister, his uh, daughter. Wow, that's fucked. That's weird. Now, wait a minute. Is no, 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 right? no, no, no. I'm seeing People Sibling. Magazine says Penny Marshall has cameo in Hocus Pocus with brother Gary. Weird. Brother. Okay. Hmm. Still a well, weird. he's playing the devil. He's not exactly the most. Yeah, this that's true. Weird stuff going on in this film. They, they've got the devil is married to his daughter, and then the little girl looks like my brother. It's like yeah. there's weird stuff. Strange. Yeah. Strange things happening. Uh, I liked how the parents at the end, like the parents were at that party, and at the end, after everything's all figured out, they're leaving the party in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) They're like all sweaty and they're thought LA partied hard. (laughs) By the way, I love to see in Halloween movies, they do a little too much now because 
all the IP is everywhere. You can mm-hmm. you can wear whatever. There's good jokes in Hubie Halloween about all the women dressing as Harley Quinn, for example. Uh-huh. But in Hocus Pocus, I remember looking out to see like, how come all the all the costumes are like, I'm a cowboy, right? I'm a, right, I'm right. a doctor. But then I did occasionally see uh, like I saw Miss Potts from Beauty and the Beast. You know, like the kettle. Uh, oh, oh like in that, this movie? Yeah, in this movie. And then also oh. at somebody at the party was dressed as one of the Tron guys. <laughs> That's like, cool. They get to use Disney properties. That you yeah, but they didn't go crazy with it. It's very like, oh, okay, there's one over there. I do think there. that's a funny joke. Kind of like one for the parents where like the mom is dressed as Madonna. Oh, yeah. And it's like, ooh, Madonna. Like the mom is dressed as Madonna for the night. The parents are kind of freaky. Madonna. I like it. <laughs> Madonna movie. <laughs> <laughs> Have you hey. seen uh, Truth or Dare? It's a Madonna movie. <laughs> hey, I want to watch that. Madonna movie? Truth or Dare. You couldn't handle it, man. Oh, I watched it recently. It's good. It's good. I know. I heard it's great. I heard she's oh. funny. She's funny. Makes you like like her and just really good access to you know what's going on in her life at the time. Because you don't really think about this that you're like a man who's a rock star, right? Then mm-hmm. the backstage love situation is groupies, right? And mm-hmm. uh, now a woman who's a pop star, yeah, she's super high status, but women don't really want to have a hundred backstage dudes as groupies. But what they want to do is date uh, Warren Beatty, you know. So right. she has like Warren Beatty, but mm. it's it's similar to uh, like Billie Eilish's doc and her her boyfriend. Dude I want to see that too. Oh, you got to watch that one. I know, that's Disney Plus. Oh, that's so old, Jeff. That's too old for... That's that's so old, so watch Madonna Truth or Dare. Watch Madonna. Uh, You're right, Tim. I liked watching that, that, seeing that come out in the Atlantis doc, uh, Jagged. That was like seeing what the the female version of groupies is. Is is the Madonna... Is Truth or Dare about a certain tour or something? She's she's on... Yeah, I I forget what album that is, Vogue or or something, Mm -hmm. but... um, it's sort of like she's backstage, she's doing shows, she's moving town to town. It's very cinema verite. You're in the hotel rooms, you're seeing what her real life is like. And then, yeah, on the, on the love front, it's like there's Warren Beatty who's like, you know, oh, Mr. Movie Star, she's dating him. But like he's got his own ego bullshit, you know? Mm. Cool. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of old Madonna, like the first two records and... um I found out that Nile Rodgers produced a lot of Like a Virgin, the second record, and there's you can sense it. Now, when you're saying record, you you also mean album? Is that what that is? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, because there's um, a difference with record and album when it comes like to to Grammys awards. and stuff. But I never know yeah. what record is just the song, but the Grammys call it record because it's the recording. So, like the song means the the writing and uh, the publishing, and record means the the master tape of the record. Um, yeah, I got to dig deeper into the Madonna discography. I used to listen to a lot of Time Crisis, and they had pointed out on that show, they were like, you know, like, Madonna's, like, really good. You know, like, she didn't make a bad album, and they kind of talked through that, that it's uh, it's very easy to reduce a pop star to a bunch of hits, but they were like, Madonna, like, didn't really make a lot of bad music. It, it seems like there's going to be a Madonna, or, like, due for a, a Madonna-like retrospective movie or a Madonna movie a Madonna movie <laughs> or like a it's like all of a sudden everyone loves Madonna again yeah, type yeah. Of um you know what I what's cool about Madonna is that she's kind of 
been a jerk to Lady Gaga, and I like that. Like, oh, I feel that's like funny. These oh. days, there's this ex- expectation that like everybody's Taylor cool loves other, Olivia yeah. Rodrigo. It's okay, uh-huh. you rip her off. They're they're like sisters or whatever. Madonna is like fuck you, Gaga, and like <laughs> they could have so easily just done a collab and made so much money, and Madonna's like fuck off. <laughs> Does, is her thing because she's taking her look or her sound? Like, didn't she have a song that was very similar to her? Many songs and the look, oh, okay. like, then the, the, and, and like the kind of whole dance floor gay icon thing, uh-huh. you know? Interesting. Come on, Vogue. You got to do the Vogue. I learned that. Do you guys know the concept behind Voguing? I just learned this. No. No. From the film Paris is Burning, they, they explain. You're, you're what you're doing. It's there's a lot, there's a very funny thing in drag culture that's really similar to almost like roast battle jokes. Where when you're doing, I always was just like, haha, Vogue, and you hold up your hands to your face and you like frame your face with yeah. hands. What you're doing there is you're, you're, you're kind of like you're pretending you're looking in a mirror, and then a lot of voguing is like holding up like a little compact mirror to yourself, like the reference to like doing your own makeup. Uh-huh. But when you're voguing, you're holding up a mirror to someone else to say they're ugly. So like, it's like, it was like a, a classic eighties drag bar diss to like walk up to another drag queen and being like, honey, you need to look in the mirror and fix your makeup. Uh-huh. But it's done as like a loving roast the ones we love type of thing. But that's what Vogue uh, comes from. Yeah. Hmm. So when, she, so when Madonna's doing the like framing her face up thing, what's that all about? It's it's like mirrors and my face and your face and I'm hotter than you. Oh, 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 so so her take is like I'm hotter than you, not you need to do something about it. Exactly, like I'm all camera ready and, and I'm all that and uh, you <laughs> there know. you go, Mike. Yes, you know. <laughs> snap it out. <laughs> sort of choking out of my own saliva here, but um, Mike, you're that. ready for your first drag show. Here we go. I don't know. I can barely not choke on my own saliva. I, I, I do want to finish that though. I'm all that, and you're you don't have it going on. <coughs> <laughs> oh my god, he is white as a ghost. I'm sleeping down under the couch. I'm ready. Hey, I'm all that, and you don't have it going on at all, Miss. <laughs> <laughs> at all, at all, Madonna. And you know, you know what? By the way, you're you're a Bitch. <laughs> the three of us were in a club and you two were like, what's Mike doing? Where's he going? And I'm walking up to Madonna. You know what? You know you what? Want Madonna. Vogue? You want to roast the ones you love? Well, you know what? You haven't loved any of us in a long, long time. You got to put a new album And out. by the way, f- fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Warren Beatty, you could have been great with him. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Well, this movie, watch again or send it to the pen. Send it to the pen. Send it to the pen, Tim? I mean, you would watch it again? Yeah, they, yeah. No, you know, this isn't like an every Halloween thing, but this is, it's not going to the pen. I mean, I, I don't think it's a bad movie, but if I, if I had to watch it again right now, I would rather send it to the pen than watch it again. Okay. Well, you just watched. Well, yeah. so I, I after this, uh, it's, it's on Disney Plus. So I watched a little bit of uh, Hocus Pocus two. Yes, and it's so funny that even a movie from '93, just the look shot on film looks so much more like real. Like Hocus Pocus two, obviously shot on digital yeah. cameras, and it's like just so crisp. And you're like, wow, there is really something to that, like soft edges of a. 
even the nineties. It's very forgiving the to the makeup as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And everything's tactile. Everything really existed. There was very yeah. little CG. In fact, I remember um, they did. They were really proud of the CG on the talking cat. Oh yes, that was early on. Mm-hmm. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Tim remembers, yeah. <laughs> but it's just, uh, yeah, like a movie twenty years ago just looks like a movie a, a better look. It's crazy how how the nineties have aged. Right, so th- I guess that's the point I'm trying to make. Like uh, in the '90s, I always just thought of like, oh, the '90s or so. Like, like that's the modern era to me. And then you watch some movies, and it's like, ooh, this could be like, right, the fucking '70s. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You get film, it. film is a. It's isn't that weird that like our eye lo- likes looking at that. It's strange. Mm-hmm. Loves film. Film. Well, are, are you guys watching any more scary movies before? That moment passes, the window closes. I, Jim, I want to ask because I think you have like written down some of the scarier movies. I need to, I need to like watch a, a movie that would like uh, horrify me. We talked about them already. We did a whole pod about it. I know, but I want real examples. Martyrs. I want titles. Titles. Martyrs. Terrified. Martyrs. Raw. Inside. <laughs> Inside. That's the that's the pregnant one. Hey, you know, I also liked um, The Girl with All the Gifts. That was a... Gifts? Zombie movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Girl with All the Gifts. Is that, sure that's not about uh, Mrs. Claus? <laughs> it might be about Mrs. Claus. Um, the Girl Zombie with All the... Zombie movie. <laughs> the Girl with All the Gifts. Isn't that uh, Mrs. Ebom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't that yeah, the fat Jewish's wife? Yep. <laughs> is he still doing his thing? Uh, fuck Mrs. Jerry. <laughs> is Fuck Jerry still around? Is Fat Jewish and Fuck Jerry, have they finally collaborated? I don't know. I don't follow either of them. Hmm. I don't follow anybody. I, got, I have to follow people. You got to smash that like button and follow, follow, follow. Folks, we want to know who you follow this Halloween season. Is it Dracula? Is it Frankensteino? And it's time to vote on your favorite Zaba Muva. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what what Romero should I watch? He won't. Jeff, don't even answer. He was not going to do it. Night, night of, night, night of? of the Living Dead. The maybe the old sixties one or maybe the new nineties one. They're both good. Wait, which is is that in black and white? Are they both Romero? Um. They're both they're both the same screenplay, but the '90s one is directed by like the effects guy from later zombie movies. I don't want some tech head. I want an artist. Yeah is well, is that uh, is that one in black and white? Yeah. Duh. Well, then watch Dawn or Day, Night, Dawn and Good. Day. Those are the only ones. Night, <laughs> night Dawn, Dawn Day, day. <laughs> Night, Dawn Day. Well, it was a good episode. Yeah, it was a good episode. Zombie movies, witches everywhere. Yeah. What can I say about this movie? Watch it, I guess, if you want. Sure. You I like it. I'm into it. I thought Sarah Jessica Parker was yeah. funny when she was dancing on the road. She was like, "Ooh, this river!" And then she gets on the uh, on the on the pavement. She's like, "It's hard as a rock," and she's dancing around. <laughs> it was kind of funny to me. I kind of forgot like throughout the movie, and then they remind me. It's like, "Oh yeah, these ladies are from the uh, 1600s or 1700s or whatever." 
and uh, they don't know what a paved road is even. Yes, it's very interesting how our society has uh, changed. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, just mm-hmm. five, six generations ago, we didn't have iPhones. Yeah, I mean, it's society, it's just city planning alone. I mean, you, you walk, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's right. Hydrants, fire hydrants. Fire hydrants, street signs, the the, the phones Tim was talking about. Yep. Hey, do you guys know who uh, who played the, um, <laughs> I'm not making a joke, the zombie who came out of the ground uh, and helped him, his mouth no, shut Yes, Doug his Jones. His name is Doug Jones, and he has been like one of these monster actors forever. Yeah, he's in he's a bunch of guys. He's, he's, he's the Pan Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. He's like an Andy Circus type. Yeah, he's, he's the he's shape of water. Type. He's the shape of water He's the guy. shape of water, yeah. He must have been like... 20 years old in this movie. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but that's uh, really funny. And actually, I don't think I'm ruining anything here, but uh, in Barbarian, the monster in that is uh, somebody we used to see at UCB all the time. Yep. Matt, Matt Davis. Tall fella. Yep. Tall guy. And he's he's done a... I don't know. I don't think even that's his first thing. Like he's made a... I looked at his IMDb. He's done a couple... Or if you do an image search of him, he's got like a bunch of uh, monster make him stuff. Because he's tall and slender, like a slender man. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's a very unique area of uh, like to be an Andy Circus or a Doug Jones or now a Matt Davis. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll well, be Mike, that. Mike, don't, don't get down about it because it's also very unique to be a Mike Hanford. No, yeah. no, I'm not getting down on it. I'm, I'm just, uh, it's interesting that like. That's like uh, your eyes well, build up I'm, when you're talking about it. I know. <laughs> well, I love I love Hollywood stuff. Yeah, but it's like uh, it's an interesting like I'm my thing is that I'm going to get dressed up and like be a guy who can do this stuff well. Yeah, because yeah. I my I think the average person would say, oh, you just put on the you sit down in the chair and you put on all the makeup and stuff and you're that guy, but you gotta like inhabit the body. You gotta like. Yeah. Uh, you got to act in a different way. Tell that to Bella Lugosi, huh? Bella, Bella the Ghosty. Hey. Hey, great minds. End the podcast together. All right, folks. Thanks so much for coming out. Th- thanks for showing up. Yeah, thanks for showing up. Thanks for putting in the work. Yeah. yeah. We love you. Uh, watch this movie. Watch a Zamba movie. Watch uh, Barbarian. <laughs> Watch uh, the Madonna movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, should we watch another? No, we're done Halloween. This is uh this No, is we it, gotta bro. watch banana movies. What? What? <laughs> yeah, let's watch a banana movie. <laughs> what if we do for all, the whole month? All month of Madonna movies. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be like a, a, a what's it? Kind of February. That'd be funny <laughs> like to do Madonna month and do like Dick Tracy and do uh, Truth Month. Or I just and, uh, watched Dick Tracy. Tim, we were oh. supposed to do that for the pod. I haven't seen it. I went rogue. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, League of Their Own? She's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's good in that. Um, wait a minute. Jeff, what were you going to suggest, though? You were saying oh, we should do... I was uh, just saying, like, we, we could do... I know it's not normal to do two movies back-to-back, but it's Halloween. Maybe we do another movie, but I think this Ooh. will come out after Halloween, right? This right episode before. of this show? This, this, this will come out before. right before. The Wednesday but, before. But the next episode will be post-Halloween. Yeah. yeah, that's why it shouldn't be a Halloween. It should be. But just what what yeah. were you going to suggest, Jeff? I was going to falsely suggest another scary movie. Which one? I know. So what is the title of the movie, though? 
Oh, you didn't have one in mind. Okay, you were just saying. I was trying to spark discussion. <laughs> I see. Uh, a free flow sp- of ideas. Interesting. You sparked a discussion that shut down the whole idea. Yeah. Ouch. Well, Madonna, truth or dare? Uh, yeah. Well, well now, tr- wait a minute. Tr- wait, I mean, truth or dare is very, very interesting. We should watch it. Is this the damn uh, movie blowout or what? No, we should yeah, do, right. like, you know, best candy bar. Best Madonna movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, could we do Halloween candy after Halloween? Because that's when people eat the candy. No, we, we ditched the Halloween part. Let's get into this candy <laughs> discussion we've been having, because we brought this up again recently. Where He's talking I, full bars. Yes. Oh. I, on the podcast, I, I made a, a rogue statement, and I said that when I go to 7-Eleven and, uh, and Rite Aid and I look under the counter and I see all those full-size candy uh, bars. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't believe anyone is buying them. And I said, uh, I will cop to being a piggy and an overeater and, right? and a junk food freak and all that. But even I have never in my life bought a full-size Snickers and eaten it. Now, You've never bought a candy bar? Fuck no. And what I would country eat, are you from? I would, I would eat a handful of of fun size Snickers, maybe totaling more than than the amount of candy. But I've never bought a candy bar in my life, and I don't intend to. But I've <laughs> said this on the pod, and people thought I was quite cruel. Yeah. But then I talked about it in real life with our friend Lil Mookie B, and then he said I buy candy bars all the time, and he texted he texted us a picture of a baby Ruth or something that he no he can't have peanuts, so he he's allergic to nuts, so he eats Milky Way. Right. That's a good bar. I remember that. But that's not my favorite candy bar. bar. Let's do that because and then we also take the Halloween off it, you're right. And just call it candy bar. And but we we know that the audience is primed for this discussion, Halloween just having passed. Yes. yes but it's interesting it to think of it because a little one inch Snickers bar, delicious. A big <laughs> six inch Snickers bar. I'm starting to get threatened. I like the one inch. <laughs> It wasn't there a whole Twittery thing that they like took the dick vein off of it or something? Off the Snickers, yeah. <laughs> now it's smooth, no dick vein. Um, See, I don't, I don't like that. I think it's a Snickers, uh, like a Snickers vein on a dick, not a dick vein <laughs> on a Snickers. And you had your Snickers vein taken off of your dick? <laughs> yeah. Um, I love a Snickers ice cream bar. Come on. Ooh. Yeah, but that do those count? No. Okay. I would. I, I buy those. I, They're good. I have never. I can't bought really a eat those Snickers. with my keto diet. I'm not supposed to eat That's those. That's true. Well, you can have a sausage. Yeah. <laughs> you can have meat. <laughs> I'll have candy bars. You can sausage. have some meat. Um. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a that's good stuff to think about for next week. Ooh, does a Kit Kat enter the thing? Does a sugar daddy? Ooh. Ooh, a York. Does a York count as a bar? <laughs> it's more of a uh, more um, of a pancake. Yeah, a patty. I Yorks think, are disgusting. I think this came up too. I I have bought uh, uh, Reese's cups, the two, the two cups. I bought those. Yeah, sure. I, but I would consider that a candy bar. But um, York is in that York is crazy. Anyone who eats buys Look, a York peppermint patty. If it's in a full size, it, doesn't it make you want to jump up on your desk and and ski? If it's in the <laughs> grocery store impulse buy checkout yeah, aisle, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's very funny that you got a Snickers. You take away the the peanuts and you got a Milky Way, and then you take away the caramel and you got a Three, Musk. three Musketeers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hey, you know what might even be more specific? Because I see shit in there that I would rather get. I would rather get a Skittle. I would rather get a Starburst. We might want to say best chocolate bar. Yeah. Have we done this on the podcast? I feel like I remember talking about Twix for a really long time. 
<laughs> it's Peanut butter twigs. <laughs> it's clearly want to do this. <laughs> we, we've talked about this a lot. We just we've basically it. just done it. Let's do it. Be done. We'll do Peanut it. butter twigs. That's good. Right. Ooh. All right. Can we, can we be? Can we be done? Yeah. yeah. Please. Yeah. I'd Goodbye, rather, folks. All right, let's next week. Let's watch a banana movie. <laughs> Thank you, folks. We Bye. love you. Bye, Toodles. folks. Have a safe and happy. Old Hallow's Eve. Yes, yes! <laughs>